guess I'll give the introduction because Mia's muted. I don't know if she knows that she's muted, but she <laughs> is. Um, yeah, today. Oh, here I am. Oh, there she is. I was scared <laughs> for a second. I was like, no, I hate doing introductions. <laughs> um, okay, I'll let you take it from here then so I don't have to do it. Well, we're back with the guest. Um, she made an appearance verbally. Word to word of mouth in our in some of our podcasts by now, um, but we want to introduce our friend Emily, who played a significant role in our uh, growth <laughs> as women. In our yeah, so we met Emily when we were studying abroad. I met Emily. Honestly, first, yeah, I don't really remember how. I think I can't remember if it was through another person when we had like that like first night where like everyone from the school meets each other, and it was like that way. But that's how Emily and I met, and then Mia and I met on Facebook, and then Emily and I planned to live together next semester, and then we brought Mia I along for the ride. <laughs> yeah period yeah so emily tell tell us tell us three interesting facts about yourself oh no (laughs) i really i'm bad at fun facts um oh no we know you got fun facts well um should i go with my number one which is my claim to fame being uh that i am in fact a disney adult yes oh she is you know, I used to get embarrassed about it. I'm not anymore. Um, let's see. I'm moving to New York next week. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. Um, I don't know. I'm not very fun. I always say that my fun fact is that I lived abroad for a year. Like, yeah. That's my fun fact. That's a good so. fun fact. Oh, fun. Tell, tell the people where you're from, what you do. I'm from the best state in the world. (laughs) Arguably. (laughs) I am from Massachusetts. I am from the middle of nowhere, Massachusetts. Um, And what I do, I am a TV ad buyer. So I work in advertising and marketing. Period. And what did you study (laughs) in college? Ah, International relations and history. So I don't really know well, how I ended up here, but I did. Honestly, none of us well, know how he ended up anywhere. <laughs> to be yeah. honest. What's your favorite food? Um, it used to be grilled cheese. Now I think it's tacos. Mm. Love a good taco. She, spe- she specifically likes Taco Bell. <laughs> I have literally been to Taco Bell once in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah, I figured you're not like into fast food. Well, especially now, I can't eat it anymore because I oh, have yeah. a gluten allergy. But no, I my I grew up like my parents wouldn't let us get it. So then I just was like, I guess there was like I just wasn't interested in it. That sounds so yeah. pretentious. No, not at all. I wish I had so much, not so much, but we had fast food growing up because like between like sports practices, dance, church, school, this, that, it just like made sense. <laughs> so I applaud well, I also... your parents for not letting you into that world. 
<laughs> I mean, it was easier for them too because again, I lived in the middle of nowhere, so yeah, there wasn't true. really like that wasn't an option around us. True. So I guess we'll we're gonna venture off into a conversation about being a woman, being that it is International Women's Day today. Um, usually we kind of just like have a gen, have a chat. Like we just talk about certain things. We have some Uh, questions to guide if we need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so something I'll ask you guys is what do you think, what is femininity? I can't say that word. Femininity? Femininity? Yes. To you. What do you think that means? I I'll let you go first, Emily. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> You're um, so welcome. <laughs> I don't know. I I think it's different for everyone, but for me, I think it's just, you know, really being comfortable in your own skin and, you know, kind of owning everything about yourself. Um, yeah. I find that personally to be like the most empowering thing when I see like a woman like just fully owning herself and just owning like her personality, like the way that she is, the things that she wants out of life. Like I really think that that's like the most feminine thing that you can do personally. Yeah, that's good. I would have to agree. Same. (laughs) I think for me, femininity, just because I'm so into like, the whole energy thing with like masculine and feminine energy I think femininity to me is like getting to be getting to be like it's like the soft and gentle side of of who you are and like the nurturing caring part um that's just what I think of when I think of the word feminine um not necessarily like oh you're skipping in a in a field of daisies and making flower crowns but (laughs) like you're just like you know you get you get to be that soft light part of you if that makes sense you know Mm -hmm. I think being able to like have your soft gentle side like that nurturing part of your soul but not having to sacrifice like being also a I don't even know how like a boss woman yeah like being able to be both yeah is what I think that means to me yeah like not having to sacrifice the soft part of yourself to also be seen as like a powerful woman yeah I don't know it's it's a there's so many different elements about like being a woman specifically like culturally Mm -hmm. what it means to be a woman like within our community but then like if you go in different parts of the world it's like perceived as such a different thing as well yeah there's like there's like expect different expectations kind of based on like where you are like when I was like looking for just like things to talk about for this episode 
I think like the first thing I typed in was like questions about women, womanhood or something like that. And everything was so religious, which I think is so interesting is that the idea of womanhood is somehow also tied into religion, which I just thought was like that would literally like the first like 10 articles all had to do with like the Bible and what it means to be like a, a godly woman, which is interesting how it's almost like if you're not, if you don't fall into these traditional roles, then you're like anti-God or something. Right. Which is crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Now, if you were, speaking about roles, if you were to get married or, like, have children with a partner, would you guys, like, quit your job and be a stay-at-home mom, or how do you feel about that? I mean, I, like, my mom was a stay-at-home mom up until, like, a certain point, Mm -hmm. so, um... I mean, I have no, I, you know, I'm not judging it. Like everyone chooses their own roles and, you know, I would, yeah. I like that. I think you guys know this about me. Like, I like that. Like, I like to mother people, which can be a good thing, can be a bad thing. But, um, so I would probably enjoy that. But I also think that there's like a huge part of me that would be like missing, like working and having something separate from like being a wife and, and, you know, being a mother. Yeah. So I think I could go either way on it. Yeah. Yeah, same. I think it kind of depends on, like, where I'm at in my career. Um, I think I would definitely take, like, time off. But I, I don't know that I would, like, leave my job. But it also depends. Like, I'm going after acting. So that's, like, so non-traditional already in the way that your entire lifestyle is. So, yeah, it's not. I think it it's not quite the same. Partner. Yeah, that too. So okay, so then roles reverse. Would if you didn't want to stop working, and your husband wanted to be stay at home dad, would you have any like, whatever is against that? Would you be like, yeah, go for it? No, I mean, like, I think that everything is you know a conversation but no yeah. I, I don't I, I I for sure wouldn't like if my partner was like you know I I want to stay home I want to be my job and you know mm-hmm. do whatever I would be like okay if that's what you want to do like that sure yeah you know let me know if you change your mind yeah yeah I think like there just needs to kind of be like a plan yeah for in sure. place or some some like sort of boundaries yeah because like I feel like a lot of times, like, even as, like, a woman, if you do stay at home, and if my partner were to stay at home and raise our kids, and I went to work, I feel like you you lose a sense of self. So, like, I think if I were to do it, or if they were to do it, we would need to, like, create some, like, sort of independent project I don't know like because I feel like that's such a problem that comes into marriages is like or marriage partnership whatever happens and you like lose your yourself yeah 
<clears throat> I mean, you don't want any animosity either. Like if, yeah. you know, someone stays home because they want to, and then, you know, five years later, they're like, I don't want to stay home with the kids. And now I feel like I, you know, like you said, like lost my sense of self. You don't want that. Right. Exactly. And that would be my fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if I personally could stay home just because I like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I could because I just, I, but I just like need to be kind of like doing something, but I also just like love kids at the same time. So I like, and I feel like when I have kids, I'm just going to like always want to be around them. I mean, that could probably change, you know, couple months in when you're tired is I'll get out but it also depends on how many kids you have yeah that too like my mom my mom she worked um after having both me and my sister but then when she had my brother she stopped working and she actually ended up opening up like an at-home daycare and she just babysat or I guess yeah watched a couple other kids so she could stay home with my brother up until he went to kindergarten and then once he went into kindergarten then she went back to work so I've got always kind of thought like built that into my head is like that's what I would probably do is like stay home with my kids until they go to go to school kindergarten yeah yeah did the same thing yeah but then also depends too because if you have yeah if you have like four kids you know, you could potentially not be working depending on the timing for 10 years, you know? So yeah, I don't know. It's all, all depends. I can't think that far that's ahead. Like, it gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, that's like one of my biggest fears though. I talk about this all the time with my like friends here. Like I would be petrified if I like had one kid and then got pregnant and had like, and got pregnant with like triplets. Like that's like a, a, like my biggest fear. Oh my God. Yeah. One of my coworkers, we were talking about having kids and she's like, She's like, just have twins. I was like, first of all, I can't just choose to have twins. I was like, second of all, I was like, my <laughs> biggest like, yeah. fear. I was like, like, there's people who like, they when they like dream of having twins. I was like, I've never once been like, oh, I want twins, like ever. Like I'm well, good. If it's like you don't have any, if you go from zero to two, fine. But like, I think of there were two, there was a there were two sets of triplets in my high school class, and one of their family went from two kids to five because yeah. they had triplets. Yeah, like that's scary. One to four. <laughs> that's so that's scary. now like a fear. Yeah. Because it's like, obviously, you know, you're happy, you, you have healthy kids, whatever, but um, like imagine just going from like two, like two kids, you're like, oh, yeah. we're going to have another one and then you have triplets. That's a prereq to ask a man when you're dating. <laughs> do, uh, does it run in your yeah, family? Yeah, do uh, twins or triplets or anything like that run in your family? Because that might be a red flag for me it doesn't run in mine same uh, thankfully thankfully science is is advanced yeah so true. <laughs> guess that's true you could you could go in with three and leave with one <laughs> true oh my god <laughs> not to be morbid but yeah, i mean one could absorb it, the other yeah like financially that's a huge yeah. oh yeah like imagine, imagine if you were a single mom. Like, there's no way. Yeah. It's like literally giving me like hugs <laughs> thinking about. Yeah. Anyways, enough about like, scary children. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah. something else scary, which is men. Just kidding. Uh-huh. Uh, just kidding, kind of. So Emily, I oh, guess 
you're you're probably the person that works in a more male dominated field um not field sorry just your current current place of work um how do you feel like do you feel empowered by the men at work do you feel like you have something to prove like how is it working around more men because personally my boss is a woman and I work with on a team of four and it's two women and two men so I don't really feel that much male energy at my job or my in my place of work um how does that make you feel yeah I mean I work on I am the only female on my team I'm also on a team of four and all of the men on my team are 10 plus years older than me Mm -hmm. and a majority of like the ads and ad buying that we do is in sports so it's kind of a double whammy (laughs) of just a lot of men all the time um so it is you know it's hard to find pockets to feel empowered when, you know, it's such internalized sexism that they don't even realize that they're doing it. I mean, I like, they're great guys. They really are. They're super nice and they, you know, do their best. But, you know, you just find them sometimes saying something you're like, oh, mm, okay, that's not right. But all right, we're going to, you know, kind of brush past that one. Um, or like, you know, I get sometimes like left out of things because they're like, you know, they're going off to go do something that's maybe sports heavy and they don't invite me to go along because they're like, oh, we just figured you wouldn't be interested. And I'm like, why? Because I'm a woman? Right. Maybe I am. You don't know. So it is some of those things like, you know, sometimes I do interpret them saying things like talking down to me, but on the flip, it's really funny to me to prove them wrong all the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. um because i get to just like and i i I don't know if this is a reflection of who was in this role previously to me or what it is true just kind of say stuff to me that i'm like yeah i i don't have like four brain cells like i got it and then i get to basically all the time say well i did this and this and this and they're like oh uh that would have that should have taken you a lot longer i'm like no it shouldn't you just assumed it was going to take me a long time but it didn't it's yeah. so frustrating <laughs> yeah but i they're well intentioned it's just so internalized that they don't realize that they're well, doing it. yeah i feel that i have one person at my job who says certain things and i'm like i don't think you should say that <laughs> oh no Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, I, for me, it's different because I'm not in like a corporate world. I am in a customer service food industry world where people, I mean, I'm like, you know, because you used to work in a restaurant, like the guests that you have to deal with, like my biggest struggle has been Actually, uh, no, I would say my biggest struggle has been not taking home the negativity that people bring to my job Mm. home with me. Like, it's really, really, because I, like, when you work in a restaurant, like, you can't, you can't always say something back um, because, you know, you could 
could get yeah. fired. They could write a bad review about you. And then your managers want to talk to you. And it's like this whole thing. So I like internalize all of that. And I don't have a, I don't have a healthy way of like getting it out. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. When you work in a restaurant, you definitely hear some shit. <laughs> and it's truly disgusting. I used to work. Yeah. Oh, I used to work at a country club. I worked at a country club for like two okay, years. Okay, yeah, that's what I was country club. And it was the most insane experience yeah. of my life. Like the things that would come out of those men's mouths, I was like, I could imagine. Yeah, it's disgusting. Because we would have like these things and hopefully no one at my old job hears this and comes for me, but we would have these things called like scotch and cigar nights. And it was like a night for basically all the men that wanted to, to come in and drink scotch and smoke mm. cigars. Great. Somehow I always ended up working these events. Fantastic. Um, and they would like go outside and sit in the fire pit and I'd walk outside and the second I would walk outside, it would go silent. <sighs> and I was Ugh. like, I simply don't want to know what you were talking about. Or I'd like overhear a conversation and then they'd look at me, they'd be like, oh, we were talking about something. Like, and I'm like, don't care. Okay. You what? Yeah, like yeah. the other night I had this, um, and like they free, like there's a lot of guys in my, that I like work with and they're all like so amazing. Like a guy looks at you sideways and they're like, do you want me to go talk to that table? Do you want me to kick him out? I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm like, I'm just <laughs> venting to you because I'm so angry. Um, but like, I, like there'll be guys that like feel, feel like they can touch you. Or, like, if you're trying to get by, they'll touch your waist. Oh. And I'm like, you don't need to touch me. Like, I had this one table. This guy kept touching me. And I finally looked at him. I was like, if you touch me one more time, I'm going to charge your tip 100% of whatever your bill is. Keep in mind, this man's bill is, like, at $300. Immediately stop touching me. I'm like, should. it takes threatening for you to stop invading. Like, just, like, what makes you think that you have any right to touch me? Like, at all. So I was telling like one of my coworkers this and he was like, oh my God. He's like, I'll go kick that guy out right now. I'll get him cash. I was like, no, I'm like, it's fine. I'm like, I'm just like letting you know. So like you like can keep an eye on the situation. I don't need you to actively do anything. And then he ended up like later, like messaging me. He's like, do you deal with this a lot? I was like, yeah, every day. I was like, ask any of the girls there. We all deal with this all night, every night. Like it is what it is and he was like oh, that's like sounds so exhausting like I'm so sorry I'm like you don't have to apologize for the mistakes of other men like <laughs> it's just like appreciate the energy, right right but... I was like I appreciate it. I was like but I don't I was like I just yeah anyway so it's just yeah being in a corporate and then yeah, being I... in like in in something like food and stuff it's like the same type of same type of misogyny but it's like yeah, it's crazy. In corporate, it's a little bit more hidden. I feel like in corporate, it's just it's yeah. passive. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. passive. Very true. Well, it also doesn't help, especially in like in any corporate or service or anything, when if your manager is a male that does not mm. care, like yeah. if people are being that way. So like I had that at the country club. Like my boss would like kind of pretend to care but then didn't actually really care like what was happening. Like mm -hmm. he was not going to do anything about it. And then I've never had to bring up anything because not like at my <clears throat> current job, because nothing's really ever, you know, escalated beyond just, you know, passive statements. But I 
so actually, I'm not going to take that back. I don't know what would happen if I brought it up because I don't know what my boss, I would like to think that my boss would have my back, but I think it's, yeah. again, it's so ingrained in them that they don't necessarily realize. Yeah. That's why more women need to be in the workplace so that they can protect other women because men are not out here doing it. <laughs> And it's so, I'm like, you have wives, you have daughters, you have sisters. And would you allow them to treat your daughter like this? Absolutely not. So like, like my managers, they're older than me. They're married, they have kids. And just like some of the stuff that like, they just like sweep under the rug. I'm like, if personally, like if that were happening to my kid, I would be flipping out. Like I would absolutely have their back. Like, it's just crazy the way that men don't protect women like they did way back when men were protecting women in their prehistoric times. Anyways, it's stupid. Back, back in, in the day. day. <laughs> I'm like, so then what are you for? If you're, Damn if you're not men. out hunter, hunting <laughs> and gathering and you're not out here protecting women, what are you here for? Genuinely. To reproduce? Nothing. Is that it? Because, like, that's, I don't, then that's a one and done situation. Like, I don't need you past, like, the D and then we're good. Like, genuinely, what are you here for if it's not to, not to contribute to society in a positive manner? When I, I'm tell, when I was in high school, we did, I did Model UN and I was on the women's, like, mock women's committee. And at the end of it, the decision that we made as, as the women's committee was just to eliminate <laughs> all men. Like that yeah. was our decision. We were like seventeen years old, and, and they were like adults. That is so like, funny. Okay. And I was like, that would solve all the problems. That's... So, do you? Kidding, guys. We're kidding, but not kidding, but kind of kidding. Do you? Um, do you think that men weigh women down? Um, I. It depends on the type of relationship that you have with said men or man in your life, I guess. Like, I think if you're with a man who is supportive and takes time to understand who you are as a woman, it can be like a great and fruitful companionship. But if you're with someone who is, like, over-controlling, who wants to hide you, who wants you to stay home, like, that's obviously, like, you're, you're a fraud. <laughs> what a... Sorry, go ahead. I think... No, no. Uh, I was just saying, I think that... I think anybody can weigh anybody down, so I don't want to say, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. men. But I think absolutely mm-hmm. it can happen. <laughs> um you know, I think that, like me said, like, if they're, like, supportive and they, you know, try to understand, like, you know, I, I was trying to think, like, you guys know who mm-hmm. Sophia Bush is? Yeah. So I love her because, I, first of all, I just love her, but she was, she did this interview talking about how her, like, her partner, and she's, like, he is great because he's okay with, like, me being the one that, like, gets the invites to the White House and like yeah that kind of shines whereas like a lot of men would say they would and then just like the second that their partner starts making more money than them or like is doing any you know better than them in that sense then 
they're all of a sudden it's like, wait, 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 what's going on? No. So I think in that way they definitely can. But then again, I think anyone can weigh anyone down. Don't let people yeah. do that to you though. Right. That's the thing. Like as, as I've like gotten older, you have to learn how to like speak up for yourself because no one else is. And if you don't like set those precedents, like if you don't assert any type of dominance, like you're going to get, someone's going to weigh you down in like who, no matter who it is or what gender they are, like it's important to like, be like, okay, I'm here. I have a voice. I have an opinion and you're not going to bully me out of my like my decisions my choices yeah Yeah. i will say though with that comes the assumption that you are intimidating you're a bitch you're when you are outspoken like i know i get it i so i was like a really quiet kid all the way up until i was like 22 i would say like i was just very meek very shy like wasn't outspoken and then something switched and I became outspoken and I share my opinion on quite a lot and my mom kind of would like make jokes she's like that's probably why you're single she's like because you're always talking about how much you hate men I'm like no I'm like I don't and I even posted about this yesterday I'm like I don't hate men I hate the way that men think that they can treat women and the way that they think that they have access and that we owe them something that's what I hate. I was like, and I just have gotten to a point where I will call it out and I'm not afraid to call it out. So it's led to people thinking like, I'm a man eater and I'm a villain and I'm this and I'm that. And I'm like, I mean, if that's what I get called for having an opinion and for calling men out, I'm cool with that. Doesn't bother me, especially because like the, the guys that are in my circle and the men that are around me know that that's not true. And they expect nothing less than me to call out bad behavior. And they applaud me for it and they appreciate me for it. And they will also do the same thing if they see that kind of behavior coming from their guy friends. So there's like this trade-off of you being known for calling men out on their bullshit, but then also from men that don't actually know you and like know your true intentions in your heart, think that you're just like this absolute monster and it's crazy (laughs) i think with that like you can sometimes for me i'm just like i'm gonna pick my battles which one do i feel like i want to speak on and which ones can they just go f off a lot of times i can just go f off (laughs) that that way it's like because like yeah, well, it's, it's, it's worth like your energy. It, that's what I was just gonna say. I'm like, to be honest, the way I like weed people out, it's like first impression. Like, always, is this man asking you to like go on a date, or is he asking you to come over? If he asks you to come over, don't go, and then yeah. just leave him on red. Don't call him back. Don't text him. You don't even need to speak on anything. He'll know why you're not talking to him. Like yesterday, sorry, go ahead. I had this. 
Oh, I was. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, Emily. <laughs> Emily, oh. go ahead. Hi. Um, I was gonna say I had this whole conversation with my friend because she was talking to a guy and then he kind of did something shitty and then she so she just mm-hmm. didn't really answer after that. Yeah. And then he messaged her the other day and was like, "Sorry that you know very very like pick me energy of like sorry uh. you want to speak to me." And I was like, and she even said <laughs> to me, she was like. Like he has to. They know always he know. Like, okay, yeah. He, he just, like, he just is trying to play it off like he doesn't, so that you'll tell him, so that he can come yeah. up with an excuse. So they can make it feel like exactly. it's your problem, and like you answer. were the reason. Yeah, it's yeah. called yeah. gaslighting. <laughs> and I exactly, cannot... it is literally has a definition. It is. In the dictionary, it was last yeah, year. I don't understand year. why, yeah, especially right. because we're in this age of social media and having immediate access to everybody. Everyone thinks that they're owed a response. And it's like, you're not, I don't owe you a response at all. Just like if you were to come up to me in a bar and you were to talk yeah. to me, <clears throat> I don't owe you a conversation. I can be like, hey, not really interested, you yeah. know? And you're on your way. But with <clears throat> social media, everyone thinks that like, it needs to be an instant reply. Like, I, I, I just don't, especially, like, what I was going to say is, for example, yesterday I had a guy come onto my page, followed me, comments on my pictures, mine, with the heart eye emoji, and then, D- and sends, like, blows up my DMs. No. And I'm like, I comment back, I'm like, I don't even know you. What makes you think you can come onto my page and claim me? That's, like, that's so disgusting. Yeah. And so when I called him out on it, this man deletes, yeah, deletes all of his comments, unsends his DMs, unfollows me, and then blocks me. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I was like, what the, what just happened? But it just like, it just like triggered me because I'm like, Mm. men really think that we owe them a response. And then he like, yeah, it's just sure, like so I, especially when you're coming into my online presence and you're trying to like act some type of way on my page where I'm presenting myself to the world. Don't come in here with your BS and just try and do what like that shit just isn't gonna work for me personally. I, I again, that's when I'll call it out I, and I will publicly blast you. You decided to be public <laughs> on my page, so I'm gonna publicly blast do you. you do you think though your your reaction would be different though if it was someone you like would have been interested in i i i (laughs) i don't think so i think anyone who's gonna come on my page and and say mine like i'm gonna have a weird because i've had guys that like i've thought were cute that have followed me and then done shit like that and i've been like who do you think you are? Like, it's not even about me being attracted to them or not. It's just a matter of like how you chose to come in and present yourself. That was, it just, it's called, it was, it was, it was like, he was like a dog trying to like claim his territory or something disgusting. And I was like, ew, this is giving me a Jacob from Twilight when he imprinted on Renesmee. (laughs) You were not doing that shit here. Thank (laughs) you. Of course, you two had to bring Twilight. I will try to fit Twilight into anything. Of course. 
I've never even read. I've never. I have never either. read Twilight, but watched the movies. I've read it, but I haven't seen all the movies. I am woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I wanted to tell you guys this because I th- thought this was fitting. So my friend who is on dating apps and sent me this profile from this guy. And I feel like you guys will appreciate this. And it, the about me says, I'm not messaging you first. I right swipe on everyone. You're not the prize anymore. The feminism movement made it clear who has the most value in society and in the home. Oh I get to hook you God. up with you and your best friend, or you need to come up with $2,500 for my new set of golf clubs. You will be buying me. Wait, you, my new set of golf clubs, you will be buying me. You will cook, clean, and add charm. There's to no food. way that's real. And no. I, I, and this man is 35. <laughs> Ew, oh, that's, that's probably like, why he's single. That's why he's screamed. Oh my god. Yeah, 35? I, I like absolutely screamed when I saw that. What? I was like, there's man- no way. Did she report him? I would have reported him. <laughs> I don't know. I've if had she, did. S- she should have. I come into contact with so many men like that. So gross. Just babies, adult, adult children. Adult I'm like, you're. This guy came to me that I went on two like two dates with, and he told me he was <laughs> cheap. <laughs> he told me he was Love cheap on our date. That's a thing and, to admit. And, but he had literally a hundred thousand dollar vehicle that we drove in to the restaurant and then a hundred thousand dollar vehicle in his in his garage tells me he's cheap i'm like trying to get to know him just don't want to spend money yeah i was like trying to get to know you didn't like him a year later he still tried i went off and i was like aren't you embarrassed that you're always (laughs) trying to dm me and then he like told me I'm forever going to be a side chick because I don't know how to be submissive <gasps> to men. Ooh, I bet he loves Andrew Tate then. Oh, they're so temperamental. Yeah, bro, he sent me a video yeah. of Andrew Tate. Yeah. Like, this is why. Oh, that no. is criminal. <laughs> I was Wrong. like, this, this could not be more of like a storybook conversate like i literally could write about this as a novel thing dude i have this i have this really bad track record and i need to like really fix this of like dating or talking to or hooking up with whatever like with guys that are like literally just pick me boys and i don't know it until like after or whatever and so like i'll be like hey you know because i'm a nice person like hey i'm not interested i don't want to waste your time whatever um and it just explodes. They're so emotional. There was no. no need for this. Like, yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, that message sucks to get. But as as on the flip Same. side, like, I would rather get that message Same. than have you waste my time. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I send it because I don't want you to, like, waste your time if I'm not interested. I would I would hope you would have the same you know respect for me. But then it mm-hmm. like almost every time it just, like, explodes and they're like... you manipulated me and you did i'm like hold on no or like if i i was hooking i hooked up with this guy oh i was hooking up this guy for a while and i told him from the get-go i was not looking for anything serious because i was like i'm moving to new york like 
Yeah. I'm not looking for anything serious, especially because you live in Mass and you have no interest in ever leaving Mass. <laughs> and he caught feelings. <laughs> not my fault. And then when I was like, hey, I found out he caught feelings and I was like, okay, then we should like stop hooking up, whatever, because, you know, that's not fair to you. And it just literally was like insanity. Yeah. Smooth criminal. (laughs) He was just like so upset. And I was like, I understand being upset. Like if you have feelings for someone and they kind of reject you, like I get it. But like it did not need to go to this level. Yeah, I understand, like, like, I am for not everyone deserves a response, like, specifically, Mm -hmm. like, in my DM, but, like, I will respectfully be, like, I'm just not interested to, like, not be an asshole to people, like, because if it happens to me, yeah, if it happens to me, I will literally light a house yeah. on fire. I'd much rather someone just be like, hey, like, I'm just not really interested than just never hearing anything ever. Yeah. 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 Ghosting, ghosting is awful. so like, immature. I am. Ghosting, that tells me you were never, I do you were never ready to ghosting. be in any type of relationship if you're a ghoster. Yeah. I don't care if you have a baby on the way. I don't care if you have, like, I don't care if you have a mental shit going on. Like, you better tell that person, look, I am not ready to do this right now. Leave it at that. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to say anything more. Guy, actually, you know about this, Mia. That we talked and wanted to be in a relationship and I was like okay great but I thankfully something told me like "Mm, pump the brakes on this for a second like don't make any rash decisions he was getting ready to leave town and I hope to god he does not listen to this because he's gonna know exactly that it's him anyways and he was like you're about to leave town so I was like why don't you get to where you're going and then decide because it was it, it like it's, it's gonna be long. it has to be long distance like for now like that's just what it is and he was like yeah he's like we can make long distance work blah 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 blah, blah. gets to where he's traveling to I don't hear from this man for like five days and I'm like what the fuck and so I knew immediately when I didn't hear anything I was like oh I already know like what what's gonna happen and so i ended up reaching out because i was i was owed an explanation like you can't drop something like that on someone and then not say anything so i reached out I was like hey like haven't heard from you in a couple days something's feeling off you know what's going on and then that's when he finally when i had to pry it out of this man is that he just didn't really want to do long distance he's done it before it never ended well like and i'm like okay, then why don't you just fucking say that? Like, I am a grown-ass woman. I can yeah. handle you saying, hey, you know what? I thought about it a little bit more. I, I know I said what I said, but I just don't really want to move forward with a long-distance relationship. And yeah, I probably would have been a little bit sad, whatever, but I would have gotten over it a lot quicker if I didn't love-bomb me, said you wanted to start a relationship, ghosted me, and then I had to pry... Like, there was just so much unnecessary energy that I had to put forth 
when I, you know, so it's just like, I would rather someone tell me the hard truth than lie about something or just not say anything at all. And then I have to pry it out of them. It's just absolutely insane. Mm. I don't get it. I will say on the flip side of this, like I always, I say this and I say this very precariously, but sometimes I think the term ghosted is tossed around so quickly. And I'm like, cause I've been accused of ghosting someone before. I'm like, no, that's cause I didn't ghost you. Well, maybe I did, but that's cause yeah. you said some fucked up shit. And yeah. I'm not going to respond to that. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to hear from you. And like, if you're considering that ghosting, then like, I'm like, I don't know. I can't help you. But like, I'm like, that's not ghosting. You said some fucked up shit. So I no longer yeah. want to engage in anything with you. Yeah. I'm like, at that point, I just ended the like, conversation. No. Yeah. I didn't ghost you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. You know, like, ended. I think it's the difference between, like, you're on good terms, and then they just stop answering, and, like, (laughs) they say some fucked up shit, you say some fucked up shit, whatever, and then there's no answer after that. There's, like, that difference. I just love to hit him with a, this is actually a big waste of my time. I'm done here. Goodbye. And that's that. Because then they can't say that I, yeah, because then they can't say that I go to them, because I told you my time i'm done with this so that was the end of the conversation that was the end of whatever this was wrapped it up put it a little bow on it here you are like i didn't ghost you i told you i'm done also then then inevitably in like a year Ugh, when they come they always come back their asses back as they <laughs> oh do, my you god you can be like oh no i yeah, ended like, that shit literally here's the proof screenshots that's why that door is That's slammed why I keep shut. Conversations for at least a year because I know that they're gonna come back and be like, "Hey, remember when you said this? Remember when? Yeah, keep receipts. Oh my god, keep receipts always." <laughs> Honestly, I think something we need to like be as women more in tune with is like the power of our choice. Like, I feel like. Even if someone, how do I say it? Like, I don't want us to always have the victim mindset. Like, I want us to choose. Like, am I choosing to stay with someone who doesn't want a relationship? Like, that's okay. Like, if you want to use a man for dates and, like, have a good time, make that yeah. your choice. Like, make sexual experiences your choice. Make, like going on dates a choice like if you're not looking to have a relationship with this person like make that your choice if someone doesn't want to date you like don't be the victim just be like okay well we don't have to date or like if that's not what you're looking for like we can what was that as long as there was a I was gonna say like last year like the whole thing was if he wanted to, he would. And this year I saw a thing about this woman was talking about it. And she's like, this is the year, like, if he won't, somebody yeah. fucking else will. Yeah. So true. And I was like, and that's, like, true. Like, somebody yeah. fucking else will. Because don't, like, you know, don't make yourself the victim. Yeah. It's, it's their fucking loss, not yours. Like, yeah. yeah. I, say that I, I, I go back and forth. I go back and forth on the if he wanted to, he would thing. Because, like, sometimes I I just, like, think of, like, sometimes, like, people's circumstances, you know? Or, like, what if they have anxiety like me? Because, like, you know, because we could sit here and say the same thing. Like, if we wanted to, we would. But there's always something that holds you back. 
whether it's an insecurity, it's a fear of rejection. Yeah. So that's why I like, I like have a little bit of grace, very little bit of grace with the, if he wanted to, he would. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, then I also hear things I about think- guys are like, no, nah, like if a guy really wants to, like he would. So then when guys are saying that I'm like, okay, yeah. so then what is it? I think like in that, I think using that term like in a relationship or a situationship is yeah. true like yes. if you're dating someone and he's not bringing you flowers that's because he doesn't want to now like if you're out and about and you're randomly flirting with a guy he might not approach yeah. you because he like you said like he mm-hmm. might be anxious or he might think like you're too good yeah. for him or whatever the case may be like i mean shit women need to start approaching men like choose mm-hmm. who you want why do we only we think that like don't wait for the people yeah. Are... yeah i'm like if you think a guy is attractive he probably thinks you are too like go after him why do we only choose the people who come up to us like yeah. i will not yeah no women need to well, start shooting their shot i was gonna say like to Liv's point like I have a guy friend who is like literally the most anxious individual that I've ever met in my life. Like he is just a ball of anxiety. And we always talk about like, cause he's on dating apps and he's like, I like reach out and like talk, but then it like gets to the level of like, I know I'm supposed to ask her out, but I get nervous. And I'm like, what if she says no? And like, what if she just is like, you know, because some women, I am guilty of this, just use dating apps. As Hot like, or not. <laughs> Me. <laughs> like, she, he gets yeah. nervous about that and I'm like that's like justified so it's like yeah I do think that if it's like a solidified relationship or like situ like a situation like you said Mia like yeah then that that saying comes into like play but if it's just like a random like someone you met on a dating app that you've never met in person or like somebody you see out at a bar that you think is cute like I don't think it necessarily yeah. has to apply yeah, I'm trying yeah. to, like, reprogram exactly. the way that I see the word no. I feel like when we're younger, like, no is such a harsh word to hear. And it's, like, you take it so personally. And I think I'm trying to, like, reteach myself, like, just because someone rejects you, like, it's not always a personal, it's not always personal, you know? Like, nine times out of ten, maybe they just, like, aren't interested. Who cares? Like, genuinely, one person out of the billion of yeah. people that are on this planet is not interested in me. Okay. Like, on to the next. It, I feel like, for me, like, rejection hurts a yeah. little bit more when there's already some type of relationship forming or friendship. When, you know, when something yes. form, that's when I feel like rejection hurts me the most. <clears throat> but, like, if I, you know, get rejected yeah. by, I mean, on a dating app, I mean, I don't... I don't have a dating app but like you know i just feel like it's not quite they're not fun yeah it's not quite this like i just feel like it's just not personal you know like they don't know me they might just be rejecting me based off Mm. the way i look like that's i'm that does not bother me anymore like i genuinely don't care if someone just passed by me or whatever because they didn't think i was cute or pretty like i just like you know so i'm just trying to like retrain the way that i see the word no and the way that i see rejection you know yeah, I think it hurts more from someone yeah. who actually and they've like gotten and you spent mm-hmm. time with them and you like, devoted energy to them and then maybe later they're like, you know what, this actually, like, you know, is it for me? Then that's when it 
hurts is when you're like oh, okay yeah I do the really bad thing of and again this may be because I'm a Pisces but like I will form an attachment to anyone which is really bad and I again I'm, I'm trying to reprogram my brain to not do that so like mm-hmm. I get really like butthurt about stuff and I'm like and I know in my brain that I shouldn't be because mm-hmm. it's not that serious but because I get so attached to like everybody that I'm like I get so hurt by things and I'm like Emily it's not that yeah. serious yeah and I complete I am so I have bad attachment issues too I... any person that I like it's like yeah. to immediate yeah but then I guess like so like you say you're trying to redirect or rethink about how you handle no how do you handle no in like other areas of your life other than like with men like let's just say like you're applying for a new job or auditioning for something how do you handle knowing that aspect um i think i i'm an aquarius so i'm very good at emotional detachment unfortunately it has its pros and cons (laughs) but again i just like don't especially like with auditions like i just don't take it personally i may have gave given a really great performance but maybe they casted someone and i just don't like for example, maybe it's a family role I'm going for. Maybe I just don't look enough like the mom and the dad that they've already casted, you know? Or maybe they casted a love interest and they just don't think that I would look good next to that person. So I just try to, like, not take it personally. And, like, in the per- – because when you do auditions, like, it's so emotionally charged. And you're it's you're giving a piece of yourself into a character, into, into a thing. And so trying to not take it – again just personally like it's it's i might just not fit the role that's totally fine um and you kind of have to mentally prepare yourself for knowing that you're gonna get hundreds of no's and that's okay you just need the one yes so i might not fit this project but maybe someone sees my audition maybe they think i'd be a good fit for something else so it's just not taking everything so personally because i know that what i put out was true and authentic to myself and it's like all that i had to give for jobs i don't really apply to jobs anymore so i just i don't really care about that Liv, do you feel like it gets discouraging though like if you get a lot of no's do you feel like you get discouraged Um, i mean yeah it's i think it's more because it's like okay well there was another no there was i spent all this time in preparation for this and yeah didn't get it but at the same time like just because i got a no i'm just one step closer to getting a yes like you're one no away from a yes so it's literally just all about shifting your perspective um but i i mean yeah it's definitely discouraging especially when it's something that like you really wanted because like I only audition for things that like I could actually see myself like some people just audition to audition I only audition for things Mm -hmm. that like I actually like really like or I could like see myself doing or like I feel connected to so when you form that connection and you create a character and then you don't get it you're like oh like 
that kind of sucks, you know, like, I, I, I built this little mini mm. person in this mini world in my head. And now I have to completely let it go because it's no longer mine. It's somebody else's. So I mean, it is discouraging. But I, yeah, yeah but I don't know. I just know that like what's meant for me is will will find me and it'll be the perfect thing. And it'll be exactly what I was meant for. So it's just per- it's literally just all perspective. I didn't have this perspective that long ago. This is a fairly new thing for me. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'm not always optimistic, but it's like I can either be optimistic or I can be negative and tear myself apart and hate what I'm trying to do and be so mad at the world for everything, or I can just you know power through. <laughs> yeah exactly i cry a lot but you know who doesn't (laughs) (laughs) it's good you know keep up your crying oh yeah exactly yeah then you'll you'll get your scene where you sob and you'll yeah like don't worry guys i've been preparing for this scene and just sob on (laughs) cue what about you guys how do you how do you view the word no what about you emily rejection yeah Sorry, say that again. I missed that. Just how do you how do you view the word no and how do you deal with rejection? In any sense. Mm. I think it 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 really depends for me. I think this is like where like having an older sister really like helps me because she's been through a lot of this that she you know gives me advice and like helps me through it and I think one of the things that she always says to me in terms of like rejection is she's always encouraging me to like see you know the good in whatever I got rejected from so like if I you know interview for a job and then I don't get it she's like but Emily it's really good to keep your interview skills up or like she's like but now you know like for next time like you want to alter this or this or this or like reach out to them and ask them you know can you like provide me some advice as to why like maybe I didn't get this position or whatever. Um, so I think like having an older sister really helps me. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think, I think it's tough. I think no is tough no matter in what aspect of your life you hear it. But I think everyone finds, you know, you have to just find the ways of coping that work for you. And for some people, like sometimes for me, depending on what it is, like just lying in my bed for four hours being sad about it, and then being like, okay, uh, I was sad, and now I'm gonna get over it. Yeah, you know, it's different when you have a good support system. I think. Yeah, I think it's, especially if someone's like so close to you in age and kind of having like a similar experience, but a few years beyond yeah. you, is nice to have for sure. Yeah. Well, I also like my sister is like I turned to my sister for a lot of things because I love my mother, but she like I'll ask her advice on like if I'm apply if I apply to a job or something. She's like, Oh, we should do this and I'm like, Mom and then I asked my sister and she's like, Yeah, that's because mom was applying to jobs in like, the nineties. Like, I know yeah. it's so funny the way that parents think I'm things like, work now. Yeah, I'm like, that is not how things work. Like, just DM like, him. You can't so Mia says, just yeah. DM them. Just what would happen if you? What's the what's the what's the uh, Chris Jenner thing? What happened? What would happen if you just oh, called Taylor? Yeah, that's literally my mom. It's so yeah. Funny. Just 
Yeah. Well, my dad also tries to give me advice. I'm like, Dad, you've been at the same company since before I was born. Yeah. So you have not applied. Yeah. For my dad's been at the same yeah. job for like 20 something years. And I'm like, I mean, my dad doesn't really give me any yeah. advice on jobs. I think my parents have stopped trying to give me advice on jobs because I'm not going where they thought that I was going. But it's still just like the world doesn't quite. Yeah. You can't just hit somebody up and be like, hey. Like, here, here I am. I am good at these three things. Can you please hire me? Like, nowadays, everyone wants, like, seven years of experience. You got to have a master's degree. Like, just all this insane stuff. Would you guys get your master's? No. I think about it often. But, like, if I got my master's, it would simply be for my own selfish reasons, just to say that I have a master's. But I don't. Like I'm, I'm pursuing acting. So like, what do I need a master's for? You know. But yeah, but if I like had the money to just get my master's, then I probably would. But I just like, as of now, no, I'm good. I think if someone paid, if someone paid for it, I for sure. I could see you definitely getting your master's. I. I could see that. But I. If I get my master's, though, I really need to go to a different country. I'm yeah, not getting lie. your master's. Go to It's probably way cheaper yeah. to do that anyways. She's going to get her master's in Italy. I know. I'm like, I'm probably like, do I do yes. that? Like, should you, like, I just drive. say, should yes. I just say, fuck it? And just think, go into yes. debt? Debt is literally a made up number. Who cares? <laughs> Nothing is real. Nothing in this life is real. Everything oh. is literally just a prediction. Of our reality, nothing's real. I say, fuck it, go into (laughs) debt, get your masters, go live in Italy, go be PR for Prada, go find an Italian man, and you will never regret it. (laughs) 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 Uh, I'm sick. I'm about to Google. Uh, next our next our next podcast, me is gonna have an announcement, and it's gonna be that she got into a master's program and she's actually moving to Italy. The podcast is ending, and I am moving oh to Italy. Oh, my God. I, yeah, for real, though, like, guys. why not? Why not just, like, you're 25. I know. You, you don't have kids. You're not married. You're not a homeowner. You don't have pets. Truly what is holding you back from going to Italy and getting your master's? <laughs> Besides debt. Yeah, pretty much debt. Everyone's yeah, in debt. debt. I'm in debt, and I don't even have a master's. Like, literally, the country literally, is in America debt. America is in the debt. The country Who is cares? in debt. Like, Everyone's in debt. <laughs> Do you guys have student loans? Do you have any student loans? No. I don't, no, but... I don't. That's why I might just do it. Get a, try and get grants, Dude, scholarships. Cool. Like, money's out there. Wait, Emily, you, sh- you should go... You should get your master's too. <laughs> um, no, absolutely not. I will never get a master's. Why? I, I never really liked school. I love learning on my own mm. terms. Yeah. But I okay. don't like school because there's so many parameters yeah, it's around Yeah, so it. stupid. So I just, you couldn't really pay me enough to go back to school. I would only ever go back to school if I like made a drastic change in my career like my mother did where she like went into teaching at like mm. 45 that's true you have to have yeah. a master's or like you know you have to have a degree for that so I would only do it if I you know made a drastic life change but um no I, I don't like learning with in a like a yeah. box I don't like I love same I love I love I, co- or I loved I love learning 
and like I like like smaller class but college made me realize just like ugh, how much I hate the education system like I'm paying you what do you mean my grade's gonna drop if I don't attend three classes and I can learn all of this on a powerpoint that made me so, when, attendance um, atten- attendance being mandatory made me so angry do they made me bring a copy of my grandfather's funeral yeah that's thing. true it is whack because they i had to prove to them when i had to fly home from my yeah, house, yeah. This, i had to prove to yeah. them yeah. that that's what i was going for and that's why i was missing class i was like that is so disrespectful yeah. it's just like and especially because like yeah, i'm paying all, all this who money would make that up right who would literally who, who would make that up yeah who would make that up? Who would fly home for the weekend just for funsies from Italy to America? Yeah. And also who would make yeah. that up? And also, even if someone would make it up, which is screwed up, I'm paying you. Yeah. Why do you care if I miss Yeah, class? that's my thing is I'm paying you. Why yeah. do you care? <laughs> I'm paying my professor's yeah, salary. Can... So actually I'm in charge and I'm your boss. So <laughs> leave me alone. I, I I didn't really like my college experience other than like, like I love to study abroad, but I went to That's school it. that, yeah, I, I, I mean, I graduated in three, technically three years, but I, so I had two other, two other and a little bit years, like, at my college, and I just, it was, it's in, like, basically, like, majority a musical theater college, obviously with other majors, but what they're known for is musical theater, which is totally fine if that's something that you're passionate yeah. about or something that even interests you. But I just, like, I was, like, would try to write papers and, like, I would have to go to my dorm. And even if I was in my dorm, I could hear singing (laughs) through the walls. Like, there was nowhere to, like, there was, it was basically, we used to be, like, there's, like, nowhere that's safe. Like, you guys have, like, literally hundreds of rehearsal studios and you're singing in the middle of the lunchroom or, like, you're singing in the, in the lounge in the dorm. theater kids for (laughs) you. Which, like. A majority of my friends, my whole life, have always been theater kids. Great. I love a theater kid. They're fantastic. (laughs) I love them all. But it's like, why are you practicing your choreography and musical? (laughs) Like, I'm trying to write. Emily was living in a musical about a genocide. This is not the time. And you're singing like "Mamma Mia." I'm like, this is not the time, guys. Yeah. How fitting though that you uh, were living a musical. Right? When? In college. What? If everyone's singing and dancing, you were literally living in a musical. Except I wasn't. Yeah. You were like the begrudged character like... that didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> Anyone that was not a musical theater kid was the begrudged character that didn't want anything. Like we would sit there, me and my friends would sit there and we were like, what is going on That's right so now? Funny. But then they would sing Hairspray and I'd be like, all right, I've got you. There it is. The exception. You know how I feel about Hairspray. You were waiting for it, weren't it was. you? It's a fantastic musical, and I won't apologize for it. It's a good one, for sure. Wow. I, yeah. Life needs to change. I agree. As a woman, life needs mm-hmm. to change. <laughs> it's it's you sometimes i like i'm like it's heading in the right direction and then something will happen i'm like just kidding yeah just kidding guys 
Like, I was, like, so helpful. And then Roe v. Wade got overturned. And I was like, fuck you guys. We were doing so well. I love when my guy friends are like, it must be so exhausting to be a girl. I'm like, are you patronizing me? Because (laughs) it is. At the same time, I wouldn't. But I would also never want to be a man either. Like, I would never, I would never want to be a man just because I feel like women, like, I have, it's so funny, actually, I watched this podcast, can't remember who it was, but she was saying how when she's with her friends, like, she feels like she's on top of the world, like, she feels like she can do anything, and I literally, like, after all my friends left, like, when they came for my birthday, I, like, when I'm with my girlfriends, like, I really feel like I couldn't do anything. Like, just the power of yeah. women together is just something so special and something that men will never understand. And it's just, like, it's way more, I feel like, I feel way more uplifted when I'm with, like, my girlfriends than I'm, like, with a guy, you know? Yeah. So, as much as it sucks sometimes being a woman, I still love it. And I would never want to be a man. Ever. I'd like to be a man for like a day, just to see what it's like. What's that? Yeah. What's that song? What's that Beyonce song? Oh, if I were a boy. Oh. There, yeah. there, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I were. <laughs> yes, yeah. Please hear yeah, that one. Honestly, that should be your you podcast intro. And- <laughs> we thought she about it. Our intro for a second there. Zooby, zooby, zoo, 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 zoo. I, I would yeah. absolutely love that. Uh, so funny. Anyways. Oh, okay. Well, guys, I hope we all can prosper <laughs> as a woman. Yeah. yeah. A sisterhood. The womanhood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sisterhood of traveling like pants. A- <laughs> I saw a thing the other day about a sister of trailing pants is like they were low waisted jeans and I was like, well, that just <laughs> they were low waisted jeans. Yeah. I was like, oh no, never mind. I don't want them. The traveling. Yeah, What's in trend now? Like sweaters, cardigans. Sisterhood of the traveling cardigan. For you, twenty first century girlies. I don't. I don't... Know. There's stuff coming back that I don't appreciate. Like I saw someone the other day said that those pink. Um, the Victoria's Secret pink like yoga pants with the fold. Ew! Ew I will, you will those, never those catch me in those. Absolutely not. And I was like, I think that's no, for like Gen no, Z. No, no, no. I think Gen Z or yeah. like the younger Gen Z Maybe. are trying to bring those back. Disgusting. Yeah. No thanks. I saw someone try to put a like a, one of those bumpet things in. They were like, "This is so cute," and some millennial like girl like stitched it on. I think it was on. Yeah, it was on TikTok and was like. You need to bury that six feet under. Don't ever let me see that again. Yeah, bump it. Um, <laughs> we're a dark period of time for all of us. <laughs> like why? I never had get, one. Really? Why, why do they all get to like get be normal and like look fine? And like I was rolling up in like my gauchos, oh like in my gauchos. Crocs, like and clogs, like wooden clogs, like, sparkly jeans. Like the bedazzled budging. Like, was I killing it? Absolutely. <laughs> I was killing it. For the time. But, like, I was, I mean, I was really poorly dressed for a very long time. Like, I wore jean, no, this is embarrassing. I wore jean overalls, like, 
all of senior year of high school. I believe that. And no one told me <laughs> not to. No one told me not to. And I tell my friends every day. I'm like, you guys were really not looking out for me. I don't think I ever like, wear those. You weren't like, Emily, stop wearing those. They were not looking out for me. They did not have that Good not to. I'm just so hyper focused now on the fact that I should get your message. Leave the country. So <laughs> she's like, I booked my flight. I'm out. Yeah, like I'm literally just sitting here silent. Like, wow. She's gonna do it. I Ugh. think we should do it. My friend and I like are already convinced that like after we live in New York for a couple of years, we're gonna like move to Scotland and just like live in the Highlands with the cows because that's like our dream. Oh, we're gonna Scotland so bad. The only problem with that is just the work aspect. Like, mm-hmm. well, if I stay at my unless like for that long, I can work anywhere. Well, yeah, true, but technically not because no, you they can have be in a international. Fo- oh, okay. Like, so I guess if someone we don't care. Yeah. And those hours are way better. Like working US hours in Europe, ooh, way better. You start at like. You think so? Well, you go later in the night, but you start, you can have like a full. I I mean, as someone who's like a big morning person, like Mm -hmm. I could have like a literal full day before I even started work. True. I think about it. I actually. Because you would start at. I could. You were in the UK, you'd start at like. Too. Yeah, and but then it's like till like midnight. Yeah, I don't know. Well, if you have an eight-hour workday, it's till ten. But I mean, most eight-hour workdays turn into longer than that. Yeah. All right, guys, we should catch up another time. Thanks for making time for us. (laughs) Well, the people that are supposed to show up haven't still showed up yet, so that's about right. All right, ladies. Anyways, happy International Women's Day. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.